We take our text tonight from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 24. Matthew, chapter 24. I'm just going to read from verse 33 to 36. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know it, it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Jesus is coming back soon. That's some good news. When you give out good news, there are different emotions. There is the emotion of uncertainty. And when I said Jesus is coming back soon, it is yea and amen. It is the doctrine of the Bible. Our Lord Jesus Christ said it himself. We believe it. I believe it. You look at the world in which we live today, you get a sense of falling apart. Things are falling out and things are happening around us. Politically, socially, spiritually. Even spiritually, things are falling out. But we are glad Christ has the answer. Jesus is coming back soon. The question that might pop up in anybody's hearts tonight, or it's a question that a number of people have asked over time, is when? The Bible did not tell us when. Nobody knows. Even Jesus himself does not know. Only God knows when Jesus is coming back. You know, when you don't know when something is going to happen, then the question that I want to ask you, that you want to ask yourself tonight is, am I ready? I don't know when Jesus is coming back, but am I ready? Are you ready is the question. In order to be prepared, in order to be ready for the, for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, you got to be ready. You know, when Jesus was here on earth, he told the disciples, he told them, after a while, after being with you for a while, I'm going to my father's house. 
where there are mansions. Many mansions, he says. And if it weren't so, I wouldn't have told you. I wouldn't have let you know. Uh, the plan from the start of redemption is that I come and I make a plan for the redemption of the whole world. And I, and I go back to my father and prepare you a place. Yeah. 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 What, what a hope that we have. That we, we have a place that we are going. We are going back to our father. Imagine if all that we, we do is live on this earth, die, and there is no hope. But we have an assurance that there is a heaven that has been prepared for you and I. Said, I will go, he's saying it by himself, that, and I will come back and receive you to myself. What an assurance. I love that. It's a good news about the second coming of Jesus Christ. When you look at what is happening in this world and you take time to study, to understand what heaven is all about, and Jesus himself is telling you, is assuring you that I would go and come back and receive you to myself. I think that's some great news there. When? When is the question that is troubling a lot of people? When is the reason why some people are not ready? The fact that it seems to be taking long, uh, people are neglecting the fact that Jesus is coming back soon. I just want to tell you, I want to plead with you, that this is going to be... A reality. It's going to happen in such a way that um, things, when Jesus would come, um, the prophecy, you, you know, we see the prophecy is being fulfilled in our time now. And when Jesus would come, my prayer is that you won't be here. I won't be here. And I'm saying for assurance. You know, for us as Christians, and, and I tell people that are close to me, I have gotten to the, to the point where I don't tell people anymore that I, am, I want to go to heaven. You know, when you want to do something, things can happen. You want to. I have gotten to the place in my walk with Jesus that I tell people that I am going to heaven. You, you want to take your faith a step further to let this world, to let your family, to let your children, to let your spouse know that I am going to heaven. You know when you are going somewhere, you are sure about that. You, you are making sure that you are ready. You are focused. You are going to that place. If you are a Christian, you should be going to heaven. We are going to heaven. We're going by two ways. By death 
which, for some reason, people have ignored that a ton of people are dying every day, going to eternity. What one? Eternity with the Lord or eternity with hell? It's a choice. It's a decision that nobody takes for you, but you take for yourself. You know, the Lord said, Jesus, Paul was telling uh, the Thessalonians in 4, Thessalonians verse 4, he was saying, uh, for the Lord himself, I like, when, when I was reading that again, I was excited. He said, for the Lord himself, not the angels, not, not the people, not, not, not the pastor, not the minister. He said, for the Lord himself, we descend from heaven. He's not going to ask anybody to go uh, get the saints. Go get the saint for me. He said, himself, with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God and the dead. Those that have gone before us, they, they shall rise first. Oh, oh, I love the next one. He said they shall rise first. And said, you know, Paul was not far away from Jesus Christ. But he had a sure hope. I tapped into that sure hope. You know, you know what the next thing Paul said? Paul should have said, and they which are alive. <laughs> but glory be to God. Paul looked around. He was talking to believers. And I want to encourage you tonight to say that, and we, and we, which are alive. Paul was able to say we, because he was going to heaven. He, he, he knew, he believed, Jesus is coming back soon. We will be cut off. You know the obvious thing? Is that when that happens, there will be great tribulation. There will be great tribulation. And, you know, the Antichrist will be let loose to torture the people who are left behind. You don't have a reason to be left behind. You, you cannot be in this meeting today. You cannot be seated where you are and be left behind. It's impossible. Especially for those of us who are Gentiles, there is no promise, there is no assurance of escape from that torture. When we have the time now that we can pray and get saved and be ready, we are using up our time. May, may, may you be wise to use it in the right time and the right space. You know, Jesus is warning. You know, it's been thousands of years now. That all these things we are reading, but thousands of people has gone to eternity. I got a reality check this year. It's a reality check. 
You know, God will check on you. Right now, I want you to know that God is checking on you now. I was good. I was running around. I was hell and healthy. Just this February. And then, I had a small boil. And I am thankful to the people of God who are praying. And I had a, a deadly stroke. I, I was taken to the hospital uh, come February 5th. I saw my life. I was dying. I was dying. And it, w- it was a Sunday and I told myself, well, the Lord, if, if, if this is you coming for me, I am ready. Yeah. I, I said that. Some people hear that I had stroke and say you're young. That is not in the dictionary of God. When he wants to take you, he wants to take you. You'll be ready. I, I, I told myself, I said, let me go on my knees. I went on my knees. My leg gave way. I called the nurses. They did not answer. And I started praying. I wasn't praying to be healed. I got so selfish. I, 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 I see heaven as the place that I want to be. Really. No, seriously, you, there are some pain you go through, and I don't, I don't want to be a liability to anybody, but I wanted to go to heaven. I started praying. And, you know, by the time the nurses responded, they, they said, yes, you called, but we, we heard you praying. I was actually not praying that the Lord should heal me, but I was asking the Lord that this last step, you hold my hand. You, you know when death comes, you don't have time to take care of business. This, this is a time you can take care of business. This is a time you can pray. You know, my, my wife showed up. I looked at her and I told her, you take care of the children. Jason showed up. I said, you take care of your sisters. I'm, I'm not afraid. I want to see Jesus. You, you get to a point, you will understand that the world in which we live has nothing to offer you. I said, you take care of your sisters. But thank God for a godly wife. Who are your friends? Who is your wife? If you haven't married, marry a Christian. She, she looked at me. She said, honey, you are not going anywhere yet. The people of God are praying. And my, my son came around and said, uh, Dad, the people of God are praying. The Lord answered prayers. The Lord brought me back to life. He gave me another opportunity. It's a reality check. You, you, you're having a reality check tonight. You, it's not going to be the same. You know, I thought about my fears were that um, 
I didn't want to be a liability because I was already being lifted on the bed. I couldn't do anything myself. I was paralyzed. But the Lord healed me. The Lord healed me. If the Lord would heal me, then I can believe that he is coming back again. I can say it. For, for us that are getting ready, you know, uh, he said, he was, Jesus was making a reference in Matthew 24. He says, of that day and hour, no man knoweth. And he made comparison with the day of Noah. Preaching, going in and out, a hundred and twenty years. He said, until the day Noah got into the ark, and things happened. Reality calm. You know, if I have salvation, I will give it to every soul that is here tonight. But there is one that is greater than me, who is willing and pleading. We are talking about eternity. The one that you don't have an idea when it is going to happen. These days, for us Christians that are waiting, we are busy eating and drinking, marrying and being given in marriage. Just like in the days of Noah. We are consumed with the circles of life. And our need, self. We have gotten our eyes off the real thing, the real desire. Uh, you heard about desire on Sunday night? The desire, if you have your eyes on the desire to be with God, to serve God, the Lord can help you do that. The Lord can help me do that. Our ears are itching. We don't want to hear the true word of God anymore. This world, we say this world, but it's creeping into the church now. We, we want things that are sweet to be said. We don't want to line up our lives according to the word of God, according to the doctrine of the Bible anymore. We need God. I need God. I, I worry for this generation that are coming. The Lord is doing a lot of things. You talk about the AI and all that, and they get into it, and they forget that Jesus is coming back soon. You see all those things? They are just getting ready for the Antichrist. Make his job easy. That's all. Make his job easy. And so that's the more reason why we as Christians, uh, uh, more than ever before, should be focused on where we are going. You have come to this camp meeting. You're here. We've been having fun. I've enjoyed the camp meeting. It's been better than any other one. Oh, you have made new friends. And you, I'm pretty sure you have made new friends. But have you taken care of the real business? 
You know, when you take care of the real business, you can have fun. We can have fun. It will be good fun then. Because we've taken care of business. Imagine all of us here. If the trumpet would sound now. What, what excuse will you have? You know, you read the story of the ten wise virgins. Or the ten virgins. Five of them were wise. Five of them were foolish. The Bible said they are. You know, I went to read for that to really understand. The Bible tells us they brought their lambs. And I thought about that. They showed up in church. They dressed like a Christian. They did everything that it should be done. You know, as we sit down now, only God can read each individual's hearts. If I see you, I'm going to greet you. Hello, brother. Hello, sister. Are you truly a brother? Or are you, or is um, what you portray is different from what you have? Are you really ready? Young people, I don't, I'm praying that tonight you will not walk out of this sanctuary. For those of you that have been brought here by your parents, they've spent money, it's good, they want you to fellowship with the people of God, but they want you to be saved. They want you to be ready. What a fellowship it would be if we are all ready and Jesus shows up. They, they came with their lambs somehow. Who knows what kind of friends those five foolish virgins are. They were friends. They talked to each other. They know they needed oil in their lamp. But the bridegroom came. Inevitably, the bridegroom delayed is coming. They knew about that the bridegroom is coming. Just like even if you don't know, you know tonight already that Jesus is coming back soon. And so, there was noise in the night. The bridegroom is here. Ha! And they, they all stood up. They got their lambs. They got their nice dress. They got their Bible. Uh, but there, there was no oil in for the foolish to use. They trimmed their lambs. There was nothing there. And they went to the, to the wise virgins. Isn't that what happens? When reality happens. They went to them and say, give us some of your oil. Can you imagine? Um, give me some of the spirit of God in you. Give me some holiness. Well, you got to go to uh, the, the person who is selling. They know the value of the oil. You know how I, I knew? They knew because they went, but it was late. They went to seek for that same oil that they should have sought for. You know, I, I imagine if Jesus would come now. I'm pretty sure the pleading 
the, the, the sermons that you've been hearing and the call that you have been, that's been beckoned to you to come and pray your way through. If Jesus would come now, God forbid that there is anyone here that is left behind. You will come and pray. You, you will show up on this altar. We, without being, uh, we, we, I don't need an invitation for, to, to, for people. And I won't be here by the grace of God. You, my prayer is that you won't be here. The people will show up on this altar. But they're going to find out the bridegroom has come. You know, the Lord is beckoning to you tonight. He's pleading with you tonight. He's asking you, will you please be ready? We, we that will be caught up, we that will be caught up, we are pleading with you. Please be ready. The opportunity to get saved is here tonight. The opportunity to come to God is here tonight. We sing in 11.